Oh, where, oh, where could my little moose be? Oh, where, oh, where could he be? His podcast's late, I think he's abandoned me. Oh, where, oh, where could he be? Well, that was a fun way to open a podcast, don't you think? Hi everyone, it's Moose, and you're listening to Moose at the Mic. This is episode 6. I am so sorry I've been away for uh, a couple of months now, but uh, there's been some things happening in my life that's caused me to have to pass on some of my more exciting projects, my podcast of course being one of them. But I am back, I am ready to get rolling again, going to talk a little bit about what's been happening in my life, also talk about uh, some of the things that I've been watching, some of the things that I've started reading. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. So episode six of Moose at the Mic coming your way. But as always, we start with a word from our sponsor. everyone. Welcome back. Um, I do think it's important uh, first to offer you an apology. Um, Normally, I don't go radio silent like that. Um, You know, I at least try to talk about what I'm doing if something is going to happen. Um, You know, I try to to get in front of it and say, hey, folks, I'm going to have to pause for a minute. Uh, I've got things going on that I really need to handle. Um, Unfortunately, that was not the case this time around. Um, There were some things happening uh, in my life that really required uh, some of my attention. Um, I'll talk about a few of those things and I'll try not to belabor the point too much. Um, so let's start with the easy stuff first. Uh, I am in the process of renovating my house. So there are a lot of things uh, that need to be completed here in the house itself. Uh, so I've been doing some painting. I've remodeled a bathroom. I've hung new light fixtures. My girlfriend has painted quite a bit of the house itself uh, on the inside, not the outside. There has been some work happening outside uh, as it relates to you know the grass and uh, you know obviously normal upkeep, keeping it mowed and weed whacked and edged and all of that stuff. Um, so it's been pretty busy, uh, and and I've just had to really focus on those projects. Um, am I com- you know am I finished? Absolutely not. Uh, there's still a lot that needs to be done. Uh, we still have a few rooms that need to be painted, um, some repairs that need to be managed uh, throughout the room, or excuse me, throughout the house. But we'll get to them. It's nice because the house looks great. Uh, you know, there are times where I'm like, wow, I live in a whole new house because I'm seeing different colors and whatnot. Uh, but you know, the memories are still here. So that's been fun. I cannot thank, you know, my girlfriend, uh, for helping as much as she has. Uh, at one point we did have a team come in and do some painting as well. They did a fantastic job only because the, the walls are like 28 feet high or something, you know, they're, they're huge. Uh, and, and I cannot get on a ladder and get all the way up to the ceiling. Uh, not only that, uh, my knees start buckling at about six feet. So, uh, you know, it was good that we had someone come in and manage that for us. Um, so yeah, the house project, uh, still underway, but, uh, we're at a place now where I can at least step back for a second and try to do, uh, some of the other things that I like to do. Of course, work is always busy. 
the environment, uh, as far as work is concerned, is different than it used to be. I say that because, um, you know, back when this whole COVID-19 coronavirus thing happened, uh, you know, I would drive to the city, which is about... 30, 35 minutes from where I live, uh, and I would work in an office building. And then when coronavirus uh, really set in, you know, they had everybody start working from home. Uh, and then they decided a few months later that everybody was going to become uh, full time remote employees. So now I work at home full time. Uh, there are some positives. It is nice. Uh, you know, I, I get up, you know, I still do some of my morning routine. I get up and I take a shower and you know, kind of get ready for the day. And then I walk <laughs> five feet from my bedroom uh, to my office uh, and sit down in front of my computer and start working. Um, so it's it's nice for things like that. I don't have the commute uh, because traffic where I live is, is a bit of a nightmare, to be fair. Um, so it's nice not to have to get out in the car and drive every day. Uh, it's nice that I, you know, have a, a full break. I don't have to go somewhere to get food. You know, I can go downstairs, make a quick sandwich or whatever. I'm good to go. Um, you know, so that's kind of nice. Or if I need to run a couple of errands on my lunch break here in my town, I can do that. No problems. So it, it is kind of nice. Um, it is uh, difficult sometimes to work from home. Uh, I can be a workaholic, uh, which means sometimes I sign in early, uh, you know, earlier than I'm supposed to, and then I end up working later than I'm supposed to. Uh, and there have been days where I've worked two or three hours past the end of my day. I'm like, holy moly, what am I doing? Uh, you know, and I, I have to stop. So I've had to become very disciplined at you know, making sure I'm signing in on time, making sure I'm signing out on time. Because when you work from home, there is, um, uh, I don't want to say a desire, but there is, um, you know, some forgetfulness in terms of, you know, hey, I need to sign out, I'm off work, uh, as it were. So sometimes I have to remind myself to do that. Uh, also, I find myself staying at home a lot. Uh, you know, I stay here at the house for two or three days at a time before I get out and, you know, I'm like, holy moly, I've been in the house, you know, for 72 hours. I really need to go breathe some fresh air. I need to go see people. I need to be around, you know, uh, friends if I can. Uh, so, you know, it, it does, it, you forget to do some of the things that you normally just do. Um, because you know, your, your home is now your office, your home is now your place of employment. Um, so it does get kind of weird sometimes. Um, I miss my coworkers. Uh, I have a, a couple of great coworkers who not only do I respect professionally and work really, really well with, but they're also a couple of my friends and, you know, I, I care about them a lot. So, uh, I've not really seen them since uh, since March. I've not seen either of them since March uh, in person. Uh, you know, we, we do a lot of FaceTiming. Um, of course, that's a generic term. We don't use FaceTime. We use other communication apps for work where we can see each other, uh, you know, face-to-face, if you will, and we communicate really, really well. So I'm still talking to them and seeing them on the computer regularly, uh, but not in person. And, and that's a that's a little bit of a drag, to be fair. Um, but it's okay too, because again, we have a great relationship and, you know, we do find time, uh, to come together as a team and talk about different things and do some, you know, team growth and, and whatnot. And, and I find that's really important, uh, in the, uh, work from home slash remote environment. So, um, so yeah, if you're working at home full time, uh, I'm curious as to what some of your, 
uh, ideas are about it, what some of your feelings are about it, you can, of course, drop me a message through the Anchor app, uh, which is where my podcast is produced and hosted. Uh, I'm also going to be setting up an email address in the future so you can email uh, uh, me directly. I don't have it set up yet, but I will be email, uh, setting up an email address for us in the future uh, so you'll be able to communicate with me that way in the future. So that should be fun. Um, there have been some other things happening in my life as well. Um, nothing for me personally in terms of health. Um, you know, I'm as healthy as I can be. Um, but um, there's been a family thing happening and and I, I really haven't discussed it with many people only because it is, it is a bit private. Um, but I'm going to use my podcast in hopes that uh, the message is, is received by the person uh, that needs to hear it. Um, so if you'll beg my indulgence for just a few minutes. Um, my brother, I do have one brother, uh, is struggling right now. He has left home. Uh, he's on his own. Uh, he's battling some demons. Uh, and I'm going to ask him if he listens to this podcast, um, if he hears it, someone who knows my brother, has seen my brother, um, and you are listening to my podcast, please tell him it is time to come home. Um, he's been gone long enough. Um, I, I unfortunately do not have a good relationship with my brother. Not that we you know, don't like each other. He and I are just completely different human beings. There's nothing that we have in common. We're on completely different ends of whatever spectrum you bring about. Um, you know, we don't even have the same blood type. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're that far apart, but the only thing we have in common is our last name and, and our noses. Uh, it's about it. But, you know, I know he's hurting. I know he's struggling. I know he's probably scared. Uh, I don't want to go into too much detail about what the issue is because that is a bit private. Um, but what I'm asking is that, um, if you were listening to this podcast, you know, my brother, you've seen him, uh, you've seen him recently, you know how to get in touch with him. Please, please tell him from me that it is time to come home and that it is time to face the music as it were, you know, this, this continued, you know, um, whatever you want to call it, it it's gone on long enough. Uh, we are all hurting, uh, myself, my, my mom, my brother, other family members were hurting and it's, it's time, uh, that it stops and it's time that we address whatever it is that needs to be addressed and we move on. Um, so, uh, I appreciate you listening to that. I, I don't want to get too crazy about it, but I do think it's important that I, if I have a platform like this, that I try to use it because I have no, no other way of communicating with them. And I'm sorry for asking you to do that. I'm sorry to put that burden on you, but if you are listening and you can reach out to my brother, please, please, please tell him from me, it is time to come home and it is time to, you know, face the music and move on. Uh, so thank you in advance. I appreciate that. Uh, I do love my brother. I, I don't know that he necessarily knows that or believes that, but I, I do love my brother uh, and I want him to come home safely. And I love, I love my mother. And, and what is happening is, is literally tearing my mother apart. Um, you know, it's just, uh, she, she has not been happy. She is sad all the time. I talk to her pretty much every day. Uh, you know, trying to keep her in good spirits. Um, but it is, it is a challenge as you might expect. Um, so it, it's, it's time this ends, um, because I don't want to lose any more family members than I need to. Um, you know, quick side note, I, I don't think I've expressed this before. I, I probably have, because it is something that 
you know, defines me. You know, my brother and I and my mother lost, you know, our dad, you know, and, you know, and husband back in 2001. So it'll be 20 years in January uh, that he's been gone. And, and it has uh, really impacted every part of our life. Uh, and I'm just not ready to have to go through losing somebody again uh, that close. I've lost people since and, and, and it's been difficult. Um, you know, I lost a father figure just recently who, uh, who I love dearly and, and miss him greatly. Uh, I'm just not in a place that I am ready to deal with uh, possibly losing somebody else. So uh, if you folks pray, please do that. I would appreciate it. Um, um, ask for, um, you know, ask God to be with him uh, and to bring him home safely. Uh, for those of you who are Catholic, you know, please pray to our Blessed Mother and in her intercession for him. Uh, I would greatly appreciate that. All right, so enough of that. Time to move on to some other topics. So as you might imagine, uh, between extracurriculars, uh, between uh, work, between you know at-home projects, I have had a little bit of downtime. Not a whole lot, but a little bit. Um, I guess I probably should have been recording a podcast here or there. Oh, I'm, I know you're not bitter. Uh, maybe I'm a little bitter because I know better. But um, I, I have watched a little bit of television here and there. One of the 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 hallmarks of being able to work at home is you know i don't have the commute so you know for my lunch break i can watch an episode uh, of something that i'm watching or i can catch an episode later in the day or something to that effect um and so what i've really found that i've been doing during quarantine and lockdown and now working from home uh is watching uh is binge watching television um, one of the shows that I just finished binging, I'm caught up now, the new season starts later this month in August, um, is a show called Lucifer. Um, <laughs> to be fair, um, not something that I thought I would watch, not because not because it felt hokey or anything. I, I'm not much on crime uh, shows. It's not something that I really like to watch. I kind of have to be in a mood to watch a crime show of some sort. Um, but I, I think where the the bug really bit when it comes to Lucifer uh, is it, it goes back to the DC universe. Of course, Lucifer is a character within the Sandman series. Uh, that's where it was first introduced. Um, you know, by Neil Gaiman in that series and some other writers, I believe. Um, and, you know, they brought him out and he has his own comic book, uh, basically. And so he actually appeared in the crossover for the DC Arrowverse this season. Uh, just uh, maybe it was a five minute scene, but he did. Um, uh, the character did show up in the crossover. Of course, Tom Ellis plays the character Lucifer in the show. He also obviously did the cameo role, which it was kind of surprising because I don't think anybody expected him to do it. But that's where I first kind of got the, hmm, this is an interesting character. I would kind of like to know more about him. So I started watching the show on Netflix. Now, to be fair, the show Lucifer did not start on Netflix. It actually aired on the CW for uh, the first three seasons. Uh, and then, and, and I may be a little foggy on some of the details, but the CW canceled 
the show, Netflix picked it up and produced the fourth season on. And now the fifth season is about to pick up in August, and they've also renewed it for a sixth sixth and final season. Um, so we still have a couple of years left, or a couple of seasons, rather, of Lucifer coming our way. The show is, is a lot of fun. Not because... You know, you're watching something about Satan or something about the devil. I know some people respond weirdly to that kind of stuff because they're like, oh, the, you know, Satan's a bad guy. You know, we shouldn't make him a good guy. And, and I, I get that point of view. I try to disconnect from a lot of that stuff because to me, it's just television. It's a show. I like the content. I'm not, you know, going to change my position on you know, Lucifer or the devil, you know, I'm not going to change my position on that. It's just fun television. It, it, you know, people are smart. And I, <laughs> I think that's, I think that's where people get a little, you know, crappy about it. Sometimes people are smart. People can watch television and watch TV shows and be able to disconnect it. People are, are able to understand that this is a TV show that their writers are not trying to convince you know, mainstream America that we should be following, you know, the devil, you know, or the devil is this awesome guy that we can sit down and have a beer with or a, you know, a scotch neat with. I, the writers are not doing that. The writers simply took a character that was created and, and developed it for television. Um, you know, so I'm able to watch content and not get uh, been out of shape about it. Um, and I will say this, um, that's very similar to my position on, uh, movies or TV shows that are based on like Lucifer based on comic books or books or some other type of work. Um, a lot of people get crazy about, well, you know, the, the TV show did not follow the comic book or, you know, you know, Tom Bombadil was in the books in Lord of the Rings, but was not in the movies like he should have been. I, I get it. Movies and television, though, are a completely different medium, and they require a lot, uh, a lot more attention and some different things creatively than a book. Not to say that a book or a comic book or a graphic novel doesn't require a lot of attention. I'm not trying to say that, but the mediums are very different. I am able to disconnect. Uh, you know, if a movie is based on a book, uh, for instance, the Lord of the Rings or the Harry Potter movies, you know, or, you know, Ready Player One, which is my favorite book of all time. Thank you, Ernest Klein, for that piece of magic. Um, I'm able to disconnect. As long as the spirit of the original source material is in the movie or in the TV show, I'm good. You know, I, obviously there are things you can't change, you know, like Harry Potter has to have the lightning bolt scar. That is, that is who, part of who he is. You cannot have Harry Potter without it. Um, you know, as long as the, the essence is there, I'm okay with it. I'm even okay if you make changes. I'm not going to get, you know, as I like to say, butt hurt if you make some changes because I want to enjoy the the piece of art that I'm looking at in front of me and I don't want to judge it by the content the the source content now I do I'm not going to lie about that you know I have to say to myself well it was a little different in the book or whatever um but I'm still able to address a movie or a TV show based on my personal um um perception of it and not you know judge it by the book in such a way that you know suddenly I don't enjoy it so let me just make that clear. 
Um, but Lucifer is a really fun show, you know. Again, I'm not much on crime shows. It takes me a little bit, but I did enjoy it. Uh, I endo- enjoyed, you know, the crime of the week. I thought that was fun. But I also enjoyed the uh, development of the characters. Obviously, Lucifer has a lot of character development. I like the way the character is written. I like the, you know, quick wit and the lines that he throws in there. You know, um, um you know, I like the way that, uh, <laughs> you know, when someone might say, speak of the devil, he'll say something like, you know, speak of me, uh, you know, and I think that's kind of fun and, and I enjoy that kind of stuff, you know, because it's, it's smart, it's witty and it's it's just fun. You know, it, you have to say to yourself, well, if Satan was a was an actual, you know, uh, if Satan was here in front of me and talking, that's maybe how he would talk, you know. Um, and I, I think that's creatively very, very interesting. Um, I like the way the show is put together. Um, you know, I like the shots. Uh, uh, it's not as, you know, it's not as cinematographic as some of the other things that I've watched in the past. Um, certainly not when you compare it to, you know, Broadchurch or The Mandalorian uh, or even, uh, you know, Doctor Who. It does, uh, but it does have a good quality to it. I will say... <laughs> The struggle for anybody binging something is you can always tell episode to episode when they use the same shot of the same building, you know, or the same aerial or the same, you know, whatever. So that part of it gets a little uh, hokey after a while, but the stories themselves are really good. And I find myself struggling to decide who is my favorite character. Um, I, I really like Lucifer. I, I like the character. Um but there are other characters there that that you know, like Mazikeen, who is uh, a demon that Lucifer brought with him from hell. Um, you know that character's had lots and lots of development. I love the actress. I love the spin on it. You know, I like she's very raw in her emotions, and and I really appreciate that because my for someone like myself, I tend not to be very raw in my emotions. I tend to be very guarded. Uh, the way the way I emote and the way I feel, my girlfriend hates that about me, but it's true. I tend to be very guarded and very um, structured when I emote. Um, but it, it 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 is interesting to me to see someone who is as raw uh, with their emotions as that character. One character that I absolutely did not like, but he's grown on me, is actually. Um, Amenadil, uh, who is played by D.B. Woodside. Uh, Amenadil is an angel and is Lucifer's brother. When the character first showed up, he was in the first episode, I was like, meh, I don't like this character at all, but he's grown on me. And let me tell you, he is, he's awesome. I, I cannot tell you how awesome he is. Um, there are some other characters in there, like, um, um, let's see, uh, there's a psychiatrist named Dr. Linda, who, you know, I, I mean, wow, you know, she she's Lucifer's shrink, basically. Uh, and, um, you know, just to see how she goes about dealing with Lucifer. And, you know, I, I won't tell you if she knows whether or not he's really the devil or not. Because if you're interested in watching the show and you've not watched it, but you want to see it, I don't want to spoil anything for you. Um, so that's a phenomenal character. Um Chloe Decker, who is the main character opposite Lucifer, who's a detective with the LAPD, um, also a phenomenal character. There's been a lot of good development around her. Um, I have kind of a love, love, hate relationship with her um, because sometimes I really, really like her, and then there are times that I'm like, 
mm, I'm not feeling it. I don't know if it's the actor or if it's maybe the writing. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but nonetheless, you know, I do like the the character overall. Um, but yeah, if you've not if you've not watched it, if you're looking for something to binge, I would really, really suggest watching Lucifer. It is on Netflix, uh, all four seasons. The fifth season, the first part of fifth season starts. Um, excuse me, the first part of the fifth season starts uh, at the end of this month, at the end of August 2020. Um, so you'll be able to catch up there. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think you'll really, really dig it. So go check it out. Um, also, uh, I am reading a book. Um, in this time, one of the things that I have watched is Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. Let me tell you, I cannot get that show out of my head. Specifically, You'll Be Back. I love that song and I love the actor. Um, but what I'm going to tell you about is there's a book uh, written by Lin-Manuel Miranda... Um, it's actually not based on Hamilton. Uh, it came out uh, after Hamilton hit uh, New York, uh, and it actually started out as a series of tweets. He would tweet a message in the morning and tweet a message in the evening, and folks really, really dialed into those. Um, and so, you know, they were like, "You've got to, you got to put these things in a book." So he did. He compiled them in a book. Um, it's called Good Morning, Good Night, Little Pet Talks for Me and You. Uh, again, written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. You can find it on Amazon. It's only like 11 bucks in hard copy, 7 bucks if you have a Kindle. Um, it's illustrated by uh, a gentleman called Johnny Sun. And I'm going to read just a quick little second out of here because, you know, these are things you would basically read one in the morning and then you would read one in the evening. But... What I'm going to read you, I think, is is really important. Um, so I'll read you the good morning first, and then I'll read you good night. So um, if you'll turn in your Lin-Manuel Miranda books to page 16. Uh, good morning. Give your time. Give your heart. Give your talent. Give someone something new. It feels incredible. Good night. Give your time. Give your heart. Give your service, give someone something you made. It feels incredible. Um, that's important. That's that's it's important for us to really think about um, because during this time, you know, we're not necessarily in quarantine anymore, but but we're not doing the things that we normally do. You know, in terms of like going over and hanging out at your friend's house, having picnics. You know, where I live, going to the beach, um, you know, going to a theme park, just going to the park, going for a walk. You know, we're not doing a lot of those things right now because, you know, we don't want to get sick. And, of course, if we are doing some of those things, we're wearing masks. You know, we're staying six feet apart. So it's it's very difficult to connect sometimes. And so when I read that, it just reminds me that picking up a phone and calling someone that you, maybe you go to church with or one of your friends... Uh, you know, talking to them on the phone, if you have an elderly neighbor that you've got their number or you, you can you see them out, you know, maybe go outside and, you know, stay six feet apart, but really just kind of talk to them. Um, you know, if you write like I do or you do podcasts, you invite them over to do a podcast, you know, through a, a, an online conference or a conference call of some sort, uh, you know, and give them give them something new, whether it's, 
you know, uh, maybe you're a new friend or, or you've made something, you know, you've got some, some extra leftovers and you want to take them by or something to that effect. Um, and that, that kind of goes into also giving your time, giving your heart and giving service. Um, you know, sometimes I think we forget that, that we as humans have to serve one another. Um, you know, that's what we're called to do. And I'm not, I don't want to get preachy, but you know, we have to serve one another. You know, we have to take care of one another. You know, my neighbor, I'm not, you know, we're not going out having beers together and we weren't before coronavirus, but when we see each other, we check in, you know, how you doing? You know, I'll, I'll text him or he'll text me, you know, how you doing? What's going on? You know, um, same way with, um, you know, my brother Knights, as I've said before, I'm a member of the Knights of Columbus, which is a Catholic men's fraternal organization. We've been checking in with one another. It's just a text, you know, Hey, how you doing? Do you need anything? You know, some of my brothers have been sick or they've had some challenges and it's like, give me a call. Let me know what I can do for you. You know, it's, it's being in service to each other. Um, so if you've not had an opportunity to do that, um, reach out to somebody, you know, even if you've not spoken to a friend in a while, whatever it is, check in with them, just see how they're doing. Um, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda, if you're listening, which I know you're not, (laughs) this is a phenomenal book. I love it. I'm telling everybody that I can about it. I thought I'd use my podcast to do that. It even has, uh, even has a microphone on the cover, uh, which is really, really nice. Um, so, uh, you know, if anybody out there happens to know Mr. Miranda, if he wants to come on and talk about the book, I'm certainly willing to have him. Um, but yeah, please go out and check out the book. It's nice. It's only, uh, it's about 200 pages. It's a really quick read. You can read it in an afternoon. It's not going to take you very long because, you know, again, these are just short little messages. But um, the genius that is Lin-Manuel Miranda, um, he is... Uh, just a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, personality and a phenomenal, phenomenal um, mind. So we need to cherish people like him. All right, that does it for episode six of Moose at the Mic. Uh, I can't thank you enough for being here. I really, really appreciate it. And again, I'm sorry for, you know, having uh, been absent for uh, a couple of months. But like I said, life happens and we just have to deal with it when it does. Uh, I am looking forward, however, to getting back in uh, back, you know, in the groove of, of this podcast and releasing it weekly. Uh, I might change the schedule going forward and maybe just do a couple of weeks. But don't worry, I will let you know if I'm going to do that uh, instead of, again, instead of releasing weekly maybe I do it every couple of weeks Uh, plus I have friends who I've talked about coming on as guests and we're trying to get those things scheduled Uh, so we want to continue that as well Uh, but for right now episode 7 will come at you next week Uh, so be ready for that as always friends take care of yourselves be safe be healthy and of course be epic find something that you love find something that you're passionate about Go out and give it all your heart and be epic. Take care, everyone. Stay tuned.